Yes, folks, we're coming around again. A great Carly Simon there with one of the best tunes of the 1980s from the movie Heartburn, starring Jack Nicholson, Meryl Streep, Stalker Channing, and, of course, Catherine O'Hara from 1986. And also starting a very young Kevin Spacey. Welcome to the Wrestling Debate for Wednesday night, November the 9th, 2016, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGiolmo, 1-724-444-7044, caller ID number 139925-POUND. You can join me right now. We are here till about 9 o'clock tonight. Of course, we are expecting the king and queen of our debate table here, hopefully joining us here in a few minutes. Gerard T. King, N.W. Smith, ladies and gentlemen, is supposed to stop by for a visit, we understand, and also his lovely assistant, the Black Widow, the voice of women's wrestling, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds will be also hopefully joining us for a visit here this evening as well, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, however, we have had ample discussion about this, however, mind you, however, as far as... uh, what we're going to discuss tonight. It has been uh, discussed, however. What we're going to discuss, however, uh, is pretty much up to anyone right now. If anyone wants to throw out a debate topic, uh, we'd love to hear from you right now here at the debate table. Usually I have my moderators with me, uh, mind you. But uh, one of the things I want to talk about, however, obviously is uh, the state and the union of the WWE. And by that, I mean... Uh, specifically Monday Night Raw. I mean, as you know, we've talked about Monday Night Raw every Monday on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen, 138744-pound, but the general consensus, uh, the television show, Raw itself. I mean, it has been on now for about 23 years. It is the best Monday night show on USA Network, and for a brief time was on Spike TV, however, a.k.a. TNN, the national network, in the early part of the 2000s, if you will. But having said that, mind you, however, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are definitely going to be talking a little bit about Raw tonight, however. Uh, The State of the Union of Monday Night Raw. I mean, the reason why I chose this is, is because the way the Raw ratings have been like over the past couple of years. I mean... As you know, every Monday night they're going up against something, whether it be Monday night football, Monday night college basketball, The Voice, uh, Dancing with the Stars, 
some other primetime television, you know. And over the last several months, however, ever since WWE decided to go uh, a few years ago to the three-hour format, the Monday Night Raw ratings continued to tank at an all-time low. Sometimes they've been good, sometimes they've not been good. Case in point, however, uh, the last few months, however, I mean, I understand with Monday Night Football starting up, however, and other things starting up again, however, uh, it is having a tough time getting its head above the water, so to speak. But this past week, however, may have been an all-time low. I mean, we've seen episodes of Monday Night Raw in the past become good, bad, and not so great. Well, this past week, ladies and gentlemen, they were in Glasgow, Scotland, if you will, the home of the hot Scot, Roddy Roddy Piper, if you will. And I thought originally, however, going into the show with two weeks to go till Survivor Series, one of the bigger pay-per-views of the year, ladies and gentlemen, they would have a pretty good solid show. Well, except for the main event, folks, however, mind you, it was really not that great of a show. I mean, it was really sort of a disaster of a show, if you will. As a result, however, mind you, uh, the main event involved the Bromance Brothers of Chris Jericho and the world's universal champion, Kevin Owens, taking on his teammates that will be coming up at the Survivor Series a week from Sunday involving Seth Rollins, the architect, Roman Reigns, the U.S. champion, and the big beast monster himself, no, not Brock Lesnar, the other big beast monster, if you will, six foot eight, six foot eight and a half, maybe six nine, three hundred sixty pounder Braun Strowman. As a result, however, KO ended up winning this match when he somehow pinned his own teammate and good friend by accident. And joining us on the line right now, ladies and gentlemen, as I see him coming on the line with us is my fellow outsider, if you will, however, the king of kings, if you will, the co-host of Revolution, of course, on handles the news, and he also does the women's revolution, as well as the main man of Top Heel Inc., however, with his queen, Michelle Lynn Dots, and TNA Talk every Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Let's bring him on the line, ladies and gentlemen. Here is the gift of Jericho, if you will, Mr. Gerard T. Smith. Gerard, how are you, my man? I'm doing just great, thanks. Uh, can't complain considering what's been going on here the last 24 hours. It's been a crazy 24 hours, as you would imagine, however, but that's beside the point. Uh, we, uh, we're expecting Michelle. Unfortunately, I don't know if Michelle is still under the weather, and if she is, uh, our thoughts and uh, prayers are with her. I know she's been under the weather as of late, however, so hopefully she'll be back with us, hopefully before the night's out, and if not, uh, hopefully in the next few days uh, we will be hearing from her very, very soon. It's been a very, uh, I wouldn't say sad week, but it's been a really uh, depressing week without uh, the queen of uh, the first lady of uh, our network, however, as she has been under the weather, so to speak. But uh, I was just talking as you were coming on the line, how are the status of Monday Night Raw and the way the ratings have been? And uh, unless you want to have another debate, uh, um, all I, we're all ears. We're wanting to hear what you have to say. Uh, Maybe you can uh, share with us some of your thoughts, Howard. Maybe you have a topic you want to throw out there on the table. Oh, we'll, we'll do yours first, and then we can do mine. Okay. Uh, no problem, no problem. I was saying, as you were coming on the line, um, the last few, I mean, I've talked about how, we've talked about this many times over, how how bad the ratings have been for Raw, and how much they have not changed in the last several months. However, I mean, we've all said that they got to go back to two hours. they got to start eliminating the third hour altogether. Um, this past week, I thought, 
going into the European tour this week, they would have put on a good show, both good shows. It turned out both shows turned out to be, well, duds, if you will. I mean, Raw wasn't all that great except for that big match on Monday night. Last night on SmackDown, I did see the highlights earlier today. Uh, a couple things were okay on that show, but again, it just, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like WWE is not trying hard anymore. I mean, their booking team seems to be loused up every week with the same old, same old stuff. However, sometimes, I mean, they're bringing these guys how are away from uh, main event superstars, how are tapings to bring them in for a couple uh, weeks or whatever, or maybe just one night appearance, and then they're going back to doing what they're doing before, and that's uh, taking on them each other again, or basically uh, taking on guys who are in the same boat as them. But uh, right now, I think that both of these com- uh but uh, let's say right now, both Monday Night, I mean, Monday Night Raw is really, I wouldn't say in a crap or so to speak, but uh, really in the last maybe year or two, I mean, it seems like really it just continues to be up and down every week. I mean, one week you have a couple, I mean, one week you have a decent show or a couple weeks of a good show. And then all of a sudden when it comes to a big show, like say a Survivor Series or a WrestleMania or a SummerSlam, they either fizzle or the night after they kind of fizzle and then, uh, they really start dropping again. So I don't know what to make of this. I mean, right now, I think, I mean, WWE better start considering maybe going into early next year, maybe start taking out the three-hour format once and for all and maybe go back to two hours. I mean, I don't know. It's their call, not mine. But uh, I would have to say if they really want to make a change right now, I think they have to go back to being a two-hour show rather than a three-hour show. Would you agree there? Yes, I would. Yep. And they should almost... They should almost put that uh, new series, the Cruiserweight series, on the yes. hour before. Oh, yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. The 205, I would I would agree, too. I don't know why they're putting it on the network. I think it would be great on the uh, pre-show itself. And speaking of the Cruiserweights, however, uh, I'm sure you saw and heard what happened last time on SmackDown, the big announcement that uh, Kendrick will be taking on Kalisto there at Survivor Series. And, uh the rules are simple. If uh, whoever if Kalisto does win, however, the whole cruiserweight division moves to SmackDown. So we could be seeing a change in the guard, so to speak. But uh, the other big thing that came out of last night's show that was very interesting was the announcement that Shane McMahon is going to join Team SmackDown. What do you make of this whole scenario? Uh, I did too. I 
Like I said, I saw I'm some like, of the... They're like, well, we're going to give this to a guy, and I'm like, oh, no, you're kidding me, right? You're not giving it to James. Yeah. But well, uh, I don't know. what. Like, what are they going to do with him? Like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's very, uh, very weird because, you know, the guy's like, Guy's like an indie jobber, or I don't know if he was a jobber, but yeah. well, he's a jobber in WWE. So, right. but okay, okay, his, his t-shirt sales are selling hot. So let's yeah, uh, yeah I don't get let's that melt either. let's melt this cow as far as we can get it. And that's oh what yeah, doing. And, and they are, or, they, yeah. they really are, and that's the thing they, they are really they're doing. melting they're really this melting. cow, and uh, you know like. Well, I could see, I guess, like, you're trying to get money out of something, but how far can you go with it? Like, yeah, it's going to gonna fizzle out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. I, I would 100% agree with you. There's no doubt about it. I think it's definitely going to do that in a matter of time. It, like I said, like you said, I mean, how long? And he keeps us going. And speaking of Daniel Bryan, of course, Total Bells, ladies and gentlemen, is on right now. How are the... E Network, if you will. Uh, this is the season finale of it tonight. Of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, uh, Total Divas will be returning to the airwaves. So uh, that should be very interesting. Uh, like I said, uh, tonight's episode, of course, centered around the whole Kathy Bella, uh, John Laryngitis wedding, if you will. However, that should be very interesting. Um, like I said, of course, obviously the big story is next week with Total Divas. Um, that being said, I just I don't know. I mean, right now I think WWE right now is in a holding pattern. I mean, I really, really think that at this point they are really stuck between a rock and a and a hard place at this point. And I think they have got to get themselves out of it because right now, I mean, here we go. Like I said, Survivor Series is coming up in a few weeks, less than a week and a half from now. We got uh, one more pay per view after this, obviously, and then of course we got the big one coming up in January, which is the Rumble, and then of course the countdown, obviously, to uh, what was it, uh, to uh, WrestleMania. So, I mean, they have got to find a way to improve and improve quickly because if they don't improve between now and the latter part, early part of next year, however, they could be in big trouble. So, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have to wait and see, folks. But uh, right now, I would definitely say at this point, WWE's status uh, at this point is pretty much, uh, what was I going to say, it's pretty much in a holding pattern. I would say not in a holding pattern, but it's really uh, just like, Really stuck right now, so to speak. But speaking of stuck, we are not stuck. However, one seven two four 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 seven eight forty four. Caller ID one three nine nine two five pound, and you can join us right now. Uh, Gerard now has our next debate up for debate, and we will talk about that right now. All right, I want to talk about Brock and Goldberg. Oh yes, the big matchup coming up next Sunday afternoon or just Sunday night there in Toronto. Yes. And of course, this coming Monday we will see all three parties. Goldberg. And I Fox. wanted to, yeah, I want to. That's why I kind of wanted to go that route. Sure, They're by all means. But uh, meet uh, this Monday. They're gonna have a little uh, a meeting, yeah. I guess. Uh, so uh, I just want to debate how you think it's gonna go. Do you think it's gonna turn out like WWE thinks it's gonna turn out, or do you think it's going to be a flop? 
Well, I think it's going to go well, and I think you've put it at the end of the show. I think this week, however, if I'm the booking team, I'd be sitting in the meeting on Monday in Buffalo. I would really discuss this hard and heavy. I mean, this is probably one of the discussions they've been having discussions, I'm sure, all week long in Europe right now. And uh, right now, however, if I'm WWE, however, I would say at this point you put them at the end of the show. Um, whether or not it'll be like a Rocky Four moment when the two of them were staring each other eye to eye before, uh, let's just say, the gloves were thrown down. However, we could see a little bit of a mini brawl here. I would not be surprised. But uh, if they don't touch each other until the pay-per-view, I'll be surprised even more. But I do think there's going to be a lot of tension after 12 years, I mean, we talked about it the night before. I think a little bit we talked about it on, uh, I think it was last night for a little bit, or, or maybe it was last night or last week it was, that uh, that uh, the video package was done excellent between the two of them this past Monday night, Howard, in Glasgow. They sat down with both of them separately, Howard, which was really good to see. Um, I do think, Howard, you're definitely going to see a lot of tension being built up with these two. I mean, it's already been built up long enough, Howard. And uh, whether or not, however, that happens, however, we'll have to wait and see, you know, however. Uh, like I said, I mean, I think if I'm WWE booking right now, I would put them at the end of the night, however. I would not put them on at the beginning of the show or maybe in the middle half of the show. I would wait until maybe the latter part of the show, like probably towards the last little bit. If you do that, however, you could get a big rating now. And if you put it on early, however... You better hope you have a backup plan in store for the main event. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it's going to be very interesting, to say the least. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, it has to go on at the end. Yes. So, we'll see. Um, another thing that's going to be interesting, however, I mean, I want to ask you this, however. We uh, talked about the, um, these, I can't say it, these two, however, I mean... Do you think, uh, basically, however, they waited too long to have the rematch, however? I mean, they could have gone, I mean, if it wasn't for Goldberg uh, getting out for a while and uh, getting married and having a kid and everything like that, do you think they waited too long by having the rematch here, or do you think this was the right amount of time they decided to go with? They waited too long. Yeah, I think so, too. I really do. I mean... They could have they could have really uh, gone this done a few years ago. I think. I mean, if they were smart, how instead, however, um, I mean, like I said, I mean, they definitely waited too long. But again, it's going to be interesting to see how much time they get. And like I said, and with that, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, like I said, I mean, we already know that they've already got three or four matches listed right now. That supposedly right now, as of now, this is what I've heard as of today. This is planning to be the main event. This will be the one that closes out the show, supposedly. Again, I don't know. Again, they could change that between now and next Sunday, however. We'll have to wait and see. But I would not be surprised, however, if they close this out, this match out next Sunday. I mean, this this will be very interesting to see if they uh, actually indeed do close it out. Speaking of closing out, however, uh, we saw what happened at... Uh, like I said, however, at um, uh, what was I going to say? However, at the Hell in a Cell between the ladies, however, uh, we did hear some news earlier today, however, about a former particular main eventer who uh, originally was supposed to be, who was still on the recovery men, 
uh, Finn Balor, believe it or not. And uh, Balor is now telling everyone, believe it or not, he will not be returning for Roadblock. A lot of people, as we mentioned last week, uh, had been listening to him here in Pittsburgh and online, that he would be advertised to show up and put an appearance in at Roadblock for the first time since SummerSlam. Well, this last week, however, mind you, he confirmed his status for Roadblock and said, despite being advertised, he will not be back. He says, how I can 100% guarantee what day is Roadblock. I will be home with my family and friends at Christmas. I will be back next year. So uh, he continues to do pretty well in the recovery stage, however. They still haven't said when he uh, will be returning, however. But my guess is it's going to be February or March. Uh, another comment that was interestingly made, however, was by your boy, Kevin Owens, and he said that Owens said that Charlotte could beat AJ Styles, believe it or not. He took a Twitter and said, however, who knocked Owens last night for having a woman's title, however, he tweeted out, however, very nice and progressive. With a champion like that, SmackDown sure has a lot to be proud of. P.S. Our woman's champ could kick your ass. Uh, your thoughts about KO's comments to AJ? He was trolling him. Mm-hmm. Could we see, and I know there's been some talk about this, and this would be pretty wild if he did this. Our, I know they've been talking about Owens and... Uh, uh, Roman for survivors, or excuse me, for Roadblock. But could we see uh, maybe down at the Rumble possibly a matchup between these two? Yeah, we could. Because I mean, there was talk at one point they wanted to do Shawn Michaels and AJ, but now with uh, the comments made by uh, Owens, I'm wondering if uh, AJ is, uh, or yeah, if AJ or Owens is saying that, but AJ maybe possibly for a match at the uh, Royal Rumble. Uh. We'll have yeah, to see. I can see yeah. that happen. Champion yeah. versus champion, maybe. Mhm. Yes, definitely, definitely. That that would be interesting. That would be very interesting. I mean, I don't know if they could go that way, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, speaking of uh, Toronto, ladies and gentlemen, a quick uh, side reminder, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget next Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, before uh, NXT, I believe. Hopefully by. Next Saturday night. I mean, I'm not sure if I can confirm this yet or not, but we have been talking about it. We will be having a very special edition of NXT TakeOver with the Black Widow and Gerard, as I believe they will be doing a very special prediction show for that, if I'm not mistaken. And they will be giving your, giving you everyone their thoughts and opinions as far as the show goes. Of course, I believe that will be next Saturday night coming up at 8 p.m. I think the show starts at 9. I'm not really sure. I thought I heard it was at 9 o'clock. So if it is 8 p- 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, possibly at 7 or 8 o'clock, depending on what time uh, that is, however. But we do know that next week, Gerard and Michelle will be there live, ladies and gentlemen, for you to give you their thoughts, however, as far as NXT goes prior to the show in Toronto. And also, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget, ladies and gentlemen, coming up, however, a week from Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, we will have a very special edition of Survivor Series, however, as everyone will be making a few bets, I'm sure, and talking about the big show. We'll have to wait and see how that goes, but it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens there uh, coming up a week from Sunday. So we will definitely be watching that very, very carefully. Um, of course, later on tonight, as we said in just a little bit, we'll be talking about uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, SmackDown last night's show. Tomorrow night, of course, Top Heel, Gerard and Michelle will be back on beginning at 7 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. That should be a very, very interesting show. You might want to stay tuned to that. Of course, that will be a very uh, good show, I'm sure. They're going to have a lot to talk about, I'm sure, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, on the show. 
as far as that goes. And uh, some other things that will be discussed, I'm sure, uh, pertaining to Top Heel. Of course, uh, I'm sure Gerard will let us know some of that as well. Um, Trying to think what else could we have on the docket today. Um, Maybe you have something to add, Gerard. I'm, I'm trying to think here what we got here. Uh, well, we talk about the finals of the, well, we really don't know the finals yet, but the finals of the NXT Classic. Yes, uh, that's going on tonight, believe it or not, and that's actually going on uh, right now as we speak. Uh, we understand that two matches are being taped for tonight's show. Uh, one of them is, um, well, we know there's a contract signing also set for tonight, ladies and gentlemen, between Nakamura and Samoa Joe. Uh, these are the matches that I have heard that are in the, these are the four teams that have left in the Dusty Rhodes tournament, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in one corner, you got TM61 taking on Sanity. Uh, the other right one, now. yeah, it's going on right now, yes. And then later on tonight, you will have the Authors of Pain with Precious Paul Ellery. They already, they already did it. Oh, they already did? Okay, so who won that one? We didn't find out who won that one. Authors of Pain. Okay so, the authors, okay, so the Authors of Pain have punched their ticket, folks. Uh, so we know they and are I'm now... I'm match between uh, Sanity and TM61 right now. Okay. Well, we'll definitely be keeping our eyes on that one. Uh, but Gerard has just told us now, folks, so we know one team is now in. Uh, the Authors of Pain earlier tonight uh, with their manager, Precious Paul Ellering. The new Road Warriors, I'm calling them, 2.0, however, 2016 took on Johnny Gargano and Tomasio Siapa in the first of the two semifinals matches for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament, which will be decided at TakeOver week from Saturday night. Uh, of course, uh, Johnny Gargano and Tomasio Siapa, a pretty good team, however. But unfortunately, on this night, however, they were, uh, let's just say, roughed up in more ways than one by the Authors of Pain. And as a result, the Authors of Pain, from what Gerard has now told us, uh, they have now punched their ticket, supposedly, to the finals. So we are now waiting the final uh, spot for the other part. TM61 is taking on Sanity right now. Of course, we hopefully know before we leave the air tonight who the final team is. Uh, we also heard that there's been talk they might add another match onto the card. They've already got four matches listed, however, mind you. I mean, they got the women's match, they got the world's title match, they got the Dusty Rhodes tournament going on, and then, of course, they got uh, Ty Dillinger taking on Mr. Glorious, Bobby Roode. Uh, hopefully they'll have another match to add, I would imagine, next week, maybe, uh, prior to the show. Uh, TM61 won the match. Ooh, okay, so Gerard has now just told us, ladies and gentlemen, TM61 is in. Okay, so there you go, folks. Uh, it is now set. TM61 has just defeated Sanity. They will now go on to face the Authors of Pain at the Dust in, in Toronto at the Dusty Rhodes uh, Tag Team Finals. So there you go, folks. The final two teams are... Left standing How are these two, however. Uh, overall, I would have to say the Authors of Pain have got my pick. However, I think these guys are going to really give TM61 a battle, I think. And at the end, I think TM61 could come up a little short, no pun intended, however. But I think they're in for a rude awakening by this team, however, coming up at TakeOver. Uh, your thoughts about this matchup? Oh, yeah, I think Authors of Pain got it. Tag team champions, I think Dash got injured. I yeah, was going I, for them to win it. 
Yeah, and with one of the, one of the guys that is going to be out of obviously a takeover in Toronto and could be out of action until early next year. Obviously, the one we talked about obviously uh, is Austin Aries. Of course, Austin Aries, of course, suffering a very serious injury a couple weeks ago in Toronto. I mean, or not Toronto? Excuse me, San Jose. I mean, he uh, apparently got hurt. We understand a few weeks ago at the hands of Shinze Nakamura, I said Toronto, I meant to say San Jose, folks. Uh, he got busted open pretty good at the hands of Samoa Joe and had his eye, uh, uh, let's just say an eye and a nose uh, busted open, let's just say, and as a result, uh, he will be out of action until early next year. Uh, speaking of Nakamura and Joe, uh, we'll talk about this obviously with our predictions too, but I'm going to get uh, Gerard Sagan this and I'll give you my opinion too. What do you think about this matchup coming up between these two again, coming up in Toronto? Um, it's going to be a great matchup. <clears throat> it will be. Uh, I... I really don't know what's going to happen because maybe uh, Joe or Nakamura, depends who wins, could come up to the main roster. Yeah. Well, a lot of people have been talking about Samoa Joe could be up on the roster by early next year. I mean, a lot of people think maybe by WrestleMania time he could be up. Maybe possibly around WrestleMania. I mean, he'll definitely uh, maybe make his way to the roster. A lot of people think Nakamura could be on his way up. Um, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, another person that is being talked about heavily that might be coming up on the roster could be Oscar. Of course, Oscar could be losing the women's title to Mickey James. We'll have to wait and see if uh, she loses the title to Mickey James. Uh, like I said, uh, she's been undefeated for a year, though, right? Yeah, she has been. She has been undefeated. Uh, like I said, I mean, Mickey James coming back, uh, uh to fight here. The rival's gonna face. Uh, so I guess he'll he'll be better before the thing. Yeah. Uh, because uh, the rival's facing DYI, uh, Champa and Johnny. Okay, so, yeah, that's, yeah, that might be the consolation match, maybe. That could be the consolation match now that we know uh, Sanity and uh, Gargano and uh, Sanity and them are going to take on the uh, Authors of Pain, so that might be the consolation match. So that might be the extra match we might see, possibly, uh, maybe. It, I think uh, it could be better by then, though. Yeah, that's true, that's true. Um, like I said, there's a lot of... Questions uh, heading to Toronto. What's going to go down? I mean, looking at the card, I mean, like I said, it looks like from top to bottom a pretty solid show. I mean, not one of the better shows, but still a good enough show to uh, give the crowd uh, something to be pleased about. Uh, looking at it right now, in fact, yeah, I'm looking at it right now, William Hart, and you just brought that up. Uh, it will be a two out of three falls affair, believe it or not. So that match, of course, has just been announced. As Gerard said, the revival. Uh, will take on uh, uh, DIY, however, in a two-out-of-three-falls match for the NXT Tag Team Championship. So apparently, however, uh, my question is this. I mean, I don't know what they're thinking here. I mean, first off, the authors of Pain are taking on TM61 for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic Championship power, but why are they having the revival in DIY, excuse me, DIY however, in a two-out-of-three-falls match for the Tag Team Championship? I thought... The Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Final was the championship, and this is like the consolation. No, you just get a trophy. 
Okay, you get the trophy. That's right. Okay, you're right. You're yeah, remember right. Samoa Joe and uh, Finn won it last year. That's right. That's right. You only yep. get a trophy. You don't. You only get a trophy. That's I see. To me, that's ridiculous. I think because, I mean, you should be allowed that. I mean, I don't know why you have to get the trophy, but you know what? I'm not going to be too bitter about it. But like I said, we got five matches already uh, listed on the card. Uh, of course, some of the teams that were in this tournament, however, that uh, competed, obviously, were uh, Kota Ayabushi and TJ Perkins. Uh, the Authors of Pain, of course, as we mentioned them, who I think are pretty much a shoe-in to win this, however I feel. Uh, no Way Jose and Rich Swan were also in the tournament. Uh, Ho-Ho Lun and Tian Bing. Ho-Ho Lun, of course, uh, one of the new WWE superstars from uh, Japan, uh, from the Orient, if you will. Uh, he competed in the Cruiserweight Classic, believe it or not, uh, and uh, teamed up with youngster Ben Wang. Yes, folks, that's his real name, Ben Wang. But uh, this guy, Ho Ho Lun, his real name, uh, you're going to like this name, Wong Yuk Lun is his real name. He's 5'7", 155. He made his pro debut at the age of 21. Uh, he's been wrestling for the last several years, however, in the Hong Kong uh, seen there in Asia, however, competing in places like China, Japan, Taiwan, Singapore, and even some European experience, too. And he was also a member of the Cruiserweight Classic, believe it or not. In fact, uh, looking at it, however, he uh, was eliminated in the first round of the tournament this year by Noam Dar, however, who actually, believe it or not, made his WWE debut, believe it or not, this past week, however, on uh, WWE Raw, believe it or not, in the cruise, uh, Cruiserweight. And looking at Noam Dar... Uh, they say he is built from a champagne supernova in a galaxy far, far away, believe it or not. Uh, he's 23. He's 5'9", 180. Uh, he has made stops in uh, Insane Championship Wrestling, Preston City Wrestling, uh, Dragon Gate UK, uh, Global Force Wrestling, UK Ring of Honor, uh, where else has he been uh, competing? Uh, TNA, believe it or not, I think. Yeah, in fact, TNA. He was at the British Boot Camp, believe it or not, in the UK Challenge on TV and was actually one of the final six that advanced her. That was eventually won by Mark Andrews. But he also took on, at one point, Austin Aries, believe it or not. So uh, this guy's had a very unique career. I mean, he's known as the Scottish Supernova or the Champagne Supernova, or some people used to call him back in ICW the Israeli icon, or the Judai master, as he was known as. And these are all the names that Doris had, of course. Uh, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, he did make his Raw debut, believe it or not. However, uh, this past week on Raw, teaming up with Brian Kendrick and taking on Rich Swan and Sin Cara. Uh, I'll tell you, I was very impressed with this young man. I really was watching him for the very first time. And, of course, uh, all the Cruiserweights I've become a fan of. But I'll tell you, the three guys I continue to watch and Every week I get excited by watching these guys on TV more and more. Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander, and Tony Nese. Uh, Drew Gulak, of course, is starting to grow on me a little bit as well as Graham Metallic. But uh, the main guys I really like right now are Rich Swan, Nice, and uh, Cedric Alexander. Uh, your thoughts about some of these cruiserweight guys? Yeah, I think they're uh, pretty great. Uh, they're talent. And they're probably going to be good on their new show there, 205 Live or whatever. Yes, and Corey Graves, of course, hosting that show. And, of course, 205, ladies and gentlemen, will be be, uh, airing live from 10 to 11 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, beginning on November 29th. Yes, folks, November 29th. 
And right now, uh, your uh, uh, ring announcers are going to be Mauro Ranulo and Corey Graves, believe it or not. That should be a lot of fun while you're... Uh, uh, actually, the other guy who will be doing it, your ring announcer will be Mike Rome. And, of course, that should be a lot of fun. Um, as we said, the Cruiserweight Championship will be... Uh, um, let's see, I'm looking here at uh, some of these things right now. However, uh, until... Well, actually, TJ, until TJ Perkins lost the belt last Sunday at Hell in a Cell or a couple weeks ago, he was the longest Cruiserweight Champion to date, 46 days. Believe it or not, just to let you know, uh, some of the other guys that have competed in this tur- that competed in the tournament included, uh, as I mentioned, the Japanese mentioned Jack Gallagher, uh, Tajiri, uh, who else? Uh, Kodai Ibushi, I mentioned him. Uh, I talked about Tomasio Sayapa and Gargano. We're also in it. Lynn Storado, of course, I've watched him a couple times. He's very fun to watch. Of course, we know about Kendrick, Tony Nese, and uh, Grand Metallic. I mentioned them. Uh, I'm surprised they haven't brought a couple other guys in to the division. I mean, I know this past week they brought that Scottish guy in, Noam Dar. But as far as the other guys I've mentioned, like uh, uh, Damian Slater, uh, Tyson Ducks, uh, Kenneth Johnson, Jack Gallagher, uh, I don't know what the holdup is, unless they're waiting till maybe after Survivor Series to bring some of these guys in. I mean, what's your take? Yeah, I'm guessing they're just waiting to bring them in. Maybe they're having contract issues or something. Yes, yes, I would imagine so. And uh, speaking of cruiserweights, folks, uh, one particular cruiserweight uh, who, uh, well, let's just say had a very interesting uh, birthday today in Berlin, believe it or not, however, as uh, Seth Rollins decided to play the party crasher, however, when he... Kevin Owens threw Jericho a party during to celebrate his birthday. As a result, however, Rollins decided to proceed to show up with a birthday cake and hit the birthday boy with it and then pedigreed Owens directly into the cake. Uh, there's a picture of Jericho with cake all over his face and an uh, evil scowl look, however. And uh, Jericho, In fact, uh, Vince wrote on Twitter today, Happy birthday at I Am Jericho. So I guess the boss had a little fun with uh, old Sparkle Crotch Jericho there. As Jericho didn't find it too funny that Rollins decided to ruin his celebration today, however. In fact, I'm watching the video right now, and I'll tell you what, it's pretty funny. I mean, this is pretty funny. So if you get a chance to check it out, it is worth checking out. Um, Some other news to report here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, As we mentioned, uh, pertaining to other stuff outside of us, of course, we all know what happened last night uh, with the big election. Of course, all of you went out and voted yesterday uh, and did your rights out. Good for you. And those of you who didn't, shame on you. But, oh well, it happens, you know. Um, let's see. What any other news going on today? If we've heard any other big news? Um, not really a whole heck of a lot, however. I mean, it's, it's been very low-key pretty much all day. I mean, I'm surprised it's been this quiet today. Um, I'm going to step out for a couple seconds. Gerard will tell you what we also got coming up later this week for you fans out there. So I'll let him turn turn it over to him right now, and I'll be back in two minutes. Tune in tomorrow for uh, Top Heel Inc. at 7 o'clock. Friday night, you got WCWS Revolution at eight o- uh, 7 o'clock. Then uh, Saturday, you got Power Hour at 1 and uh, WCW US 
Attitude Radio at 9 o'clock. Five o'clock, you got TNA main event. Five o'clock. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Thanks. All right. Uh, we still got about 15 minutes to discuss. Uh, of course, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, as we mentioned, uh, we got a great show lined up for you Friday. It is going to be a very action-packed show beginning at 8 p.m. with Women's Revolution. Jordan T. Smith, of course, Michelle, will be hosting the Women's Revolution, 139927-pound. And who knows what they got talking about this week. It should be Excuse me. this coming week. Uh, it should be a very action-packed show, I'm sure, this week, however. I mean, who knows what they're going to be discussing this week, however. Uh, sorry about that, folks. I'm just seeing a picture of these little dogs. They're real cute. <laughs> that being said, however, um, not much else to discuss. I mean, I don't know if we can else kick around for we got another less than 10, 15 minutes unless you want to throw something out there. Um, not really. I'm just watching the contract signing with Joe and Nakamura. I'm watching the contract signing right now with Kevin Owens singing happy birthday to Jerrica. Was it Jericho's birthday today? Yeah, I turned 46 today. Really? Yep. Kevin Owens is trying to sing happy birthday to him at the top of his lungs and and now he's giving him a hug now. Oh, this is gonna this is gonna get good here. He's got his list. Oh, this is good. Yeah, he's haven't shown Seth yet come out with the birthday cake yet though.
Oh, now I'm seeing Smalls coming up from behind right now. And he pied him with the cake. <laughs> oh, it's great. He pedigreed Owens, too. While he was trying to throw and he just slipped on his butt. And Rollins ran out quickly before Rollins and Owens could react. I think he was teaming up. Yeah, Rollins was teaming up with Sammy and everyone was having a little fun after the show. So, he had a chance. It was, it was pretty funny, though. So, uh. Yeah, I don't think Jericho and uh, KO thought it was too amusing, though, but uh, he just decided to uh, give him the old uh, pie-in-the-face routine with cake, though. So, uh, yeah, today, Mr. Jericho is 46 years old, I believe. I'll have to double-check to be sure, but I'm pretty sure it is his birthday. They said it was his birthday. So let me just double-check here. Wikipedia. Chris Jericho. And yes, it is. Today is his boy's birthday officially. The Lionheart turns, and he made his pro debut uh, less than a month and a week after his 20th birthday, believe it or not. So, uh, the uh, almighty uh, Canadian uh, Mr. Jericho has been uh, is definitely celebrating his birthday in style, if you will, let's just say. Oh, I imagine he's going to have a few beers. Oh, yes, I'm sure he had a few beers after tonight's show. Him and KO definitely did, no doubt about it. I'm sure they tore up the town tonight, however, after the uh, show in Berlin, no doubt about it. I mean, they got a couple more days to do. Uh, I know they're doing Vienna tomorrow. I think they're doing Paris on Friday, and I think Belgium on Saturday before they fly home Sunday. So, uh... Definitely, uh, they're going to wrap up the European tour in style, I'm sure. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, interview uh, between Chris Jericho and John Cena. Uh, it was on a, well, it was on the network. you probably maybe seen it on YouTube. It was called Chris Jericho's like podcast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Him and John Cena were on there, and uh, they said they had a lot of beers together in Germany or something. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That's real cool. Uh, Chris Jericho had to tuck in John Cena. (laughs) No, wait. No. It was the other way around. Yeah. John Cena had to tuck in Chris Jericho. Oh, jeez. And he stayed up drinking all the beer. Nice. he passed out. That's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, Are you familiar with the Bob Edwards Award? It's like a big award. Okay. Well, apparently, that's uh, some big award up there in your neck of the woods. It's Canada. Apparently, Bret Hart received the award today. Believe it or not, I guess he got it last night. Uh, I think in Calgary, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken. What was it for, though? What was the Bob Edwards Award for? Uh, it says he was. he's been honored as a recipient. Uh, it says here... The Bob Edwards Award uh, Gala is the signature event of the Calgary Public Library Foundation in Canada. The gala aims to raise funds to enhance services and programs offered by the library, which more than anything aims to nurture the potential that lives, excuse me, lives within every child in Can- Calgary. The Bob Edwards Award, named after Calgary's first media celebrity, recognizes provocative individuals who are not afraid to speak their minds, which made the hitman a perfect candidate for the honor. 
the hitman received the honor last week. So uh, congratulations to him. As Bet the Hitman Hart has another uh, dubious uh, trophy to add to his collection, if you will. Uh, let's see. I think there was some other news I heard, too, as, uh, just a second ago. I know Hulk Hogan recently said how he has not talked to anyone about uh, returning for WrestleMania, but uh, we heard, uh, I mentioned it on Monday on Raw Radio, that uh, Brooke Hogan was asked recently if her dad would return to WrestleMania. She said at the time, however, that uh, there's been no talk yet by WWE. <coughs> Excuse me. About that, but that uh, there hasn't been there's been very little there hasn't been any calls yet. But at the same time, she wouldn't be surprised if the phone starts ringing soon. I mean, what do you think of that whole scenario? Well, Vince McMahon knows he can make money off Hulk Hogan, so oh yes, if, uh, it's all blown over now. Oh yes, definitely, and you uh, might might accept him back. Um, he has before. He's you know fired people and had bad blood with like well Bret Hart comes mm-hmm. to mind. Um, he had bad blood with a couple of superstars that have came back. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Alberto Del Rio. He came back. Yep. After that whole incident. Um, Kurt Angle's so, another. Pardon. Who's another? Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's been some talk about that. Yeah, he might be coming back too. So, uh, like anything's possible. WWE can make money off you. Look what they're doing with James Elworth. They're, you know, uh, if they think they can make a few bucks off Hulk Hogan, he'll be back. And mm-hmm. uh, for WrestleMania, why not put him in sure. there, make some new shirts? Uh, yep. You can still, you can still make money off Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's like foundation. Wow, almost the foundation of. Mm-hmm. Well, not Definitely. really, but you know what I mean? Like, Hulk Hogan's oh, yeah. been around for mm-hmm. like 30, yeah. 40, 30 years. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of youngsters hooked on wrestling. He he was my favorite. That's how I got uh, into wrestling, watching him. So sure. you can still make a few bucks off him, and Vince knows that, but he's just probably waiting. Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. I would definitely agree. Well, like I said, I mean, there's a lot going on right now. We're going to be keeping our eyes and ears peeled between now and the end of the year. I mean... Certainly some of it's a good thing. Some of it uh, right now, however, uh, is up in the air at this moment. Like I said, I mean, a lot of people are still talking about, uh, I mean, I know it's early to talk about this, though. I mean, we talked about it a little bit last night on the air uh, with uh, The Undertaker coming back next week. I mean, there's already been talk they might have a plan to do something with him this year. What they do with him, I don't really know. I mean, last year, of course, I think with what happened with him and Shane this past year, however, maybe that was the final straw. Maybe it wasn't. I really don't know. Uh, there was talk I thought I did hear, however, at one point that they were talking about maybe doing a rematch between him and Goldberg, or excuse me, not Goldberg, him and uh, Brock Lesnar again, maybe possibly for the uh, payback for what had happened, however, at WrestleMania a few years ago. But I, I can't see that going on again this year. I really can't. If they want to do something right, and I've talked about it before, I think it'd be wise to maybe just say, hey, you know what, Howard, let's put him in a matchup with, say, John Cena. I think him and John Cena would be really good if they can uh, get the uh, proper backing for it. And the question is, if they decide to go that way, and I'm saying if now, the question is, who do you turn heel? You know, that's the big million-dollar question. So, 
I don't know. I mean, I gotta ask you that question. I mean, who do you think they would turn heel? You'd have to turn Undertaker heel because, yeah, like, you can't turn Cena heel unless you test it out for this match mm-hmm. and turn it back. It doesn't work, but right. And Cena, I know, is not too back at least until the end of the year. At least that's what I've been hearing. However, that they're saying now he I might not. I told January. Yeah. I heard that too. Well, like I said, I mean, WWE right now, I think for the most part, have got most of their guys healthy, except for a few. I mean, Finn Bauer obviously being the one big one. John Cena's still out, of course, uh, doing his thing. Of course, he'll be out for a little longer, obviously, uh, doing his thing outside of wrestling, uh, pertaining to uh, shows and whatnot. But we'll definitely be watching that very carefully, no doubt about it. And like I said, uh, the countdown to WrestleMania is not quite there yet, folks, but uh, it's getting close, let's just say. I mean, it'll start officially here in a couple of months, but we'll definitely be watching this in more ways than one. Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to cut it out a little early tonight. However, I do want to thank King NW over to R.T. Smith for coming in tonight. All right, it was a very good show, of course, for episode number 30. As always, we're here at the debate table every Wednesday night, one seven two four 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 seventy forty four. Call ID 139925-POUND. Of course, Jordan and I will be back here in a few minutes to get you set up for Revolution. We'll be talking about last night's SmackDown. Of course, a very interesting night that went on in Glasgow, Scotland last night uh, pertaining to the Survivor Series. We'll talk about that, and who knows what else we'll be discussing as it was a very uh, wild and crazy night, let's just say, on election night, if you will, as a lot of people uh, were, uh, I'm sure, watching the polls last night. They were also... uh, Watching SmackDown USA, they had their own opinions, of course. We will share with you our opinions and thoughts, ladies and gentlemen. So you might want to stay tuned as far as that goes. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you out now. However, we hope you have a good rest of the evening. However, we thank you for listening to us. We'll be back again, same time, same place, next Wednesday with another debate, however, in more ways than one. So for now, we're pointing live from ringside, however, along with His Majesty King NWO, George T. Smith. This is the Iceman, Joe DiGiolo, saying so long from ringside. And we'll catch you in just a little while on the Revolution Show. Have a good night, everyone. And as always, God bless.